and welcome to Families Arising podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru, and I'm excited to welcome you to this podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, family, faith, and life. And so I'm excited to be your host, and I hope that you can stay connected to our community here. And if you never want to miss another episode of our podcast series, all you have to do is go to our website at familiesarising.org forward slash podcast and get yourself to listen to all our previous episodes as well. So let's get started for today's episode. Hello and welcome to week six of our Thrive devotional series. I hope that you had a beautiful break and you took some time to meditate and catch up on your Thrive study series in the last week. This week, we're going to round up our chat on accountability and why we need to embrace accountability on our path to growth and on our path to truly thriving in every area of our lives. In the last episode, we started off the accountability series chatting about accountability to ourselves as being the highest form of accountability. And this is because if you think about it, at the end of the day, you are the most important person in your own life. And if you cannot stick to a word or a promise you make to yourself, then what are we talking about? That's the most important commitment that you can make to yourself on the journey of growing and of thriving, of flourishing in the promises of God for our lives. In this episode, we'll take another look at accountability and we'll take it up a notch by discussing the importance of accountability to other people. So we're talking about your peers, your mentors and coaches, other people, right? And also accountability to God. And there are several scriptures that that I have found that I've seen and studied that show us the importance of these levels of accountability in our lives. The Bible says in Romans 14 verse 12, He says, so then each of us will give an account of himself to God. That's accountability to God. We will give an account of our lives, our existence, everything about us to God. We answer to God. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And then Proverbs 27.17 says, iron sharpens iron. And one man sharpens another. That is so powerful. That is talking about accountability to other people. Whether it is someone you're building up or someone you're sharpening or someone who's sharpening you. Someone you can be accountable to. That talks about the power and the importance of accountability. So you see that the scriptures are very clear about how we can spur one another on to love, to good living, to thriving. And to living a life of purpose. So let's start this with the importance of accountability to other people. Why do we need to be accountable in any case? Being accountable helps us to improve our performance. Research shows that when someone publicly shares their goals, they have around a 65% chance of success. However, When you have a specific accountability partner, 
that that chance of success gets to increase up to 95%. Can you see that? You're likely more, you're likely to do something if you promise somebody else you're going to do it. If somebody else is waiting for you to do it. If you're accountable to somebody else, the chance of success goes up to 95%. Another reason why we should seek accountability to other people is that when you talk to someone else about your goals or your dreams or your big picture or your ideas or whatever it is, you're able to get them to share their true feedback. Like, you can tell me, oh, this is not a good idea. Oh, why don't you do it this way? Having somebody else to rub minds with when it comes to your ideas helps you to get honest feedback about them. Another thing that you, another reason why you should do, you should stay accountable or get onto this accountability journey is that it helps you to keep your feet on the ground. Sometimes when we have ideas, honestly, think about it. Sometimes we are very optimistic about, oh, I can definitely do this. But having somebody else take a second look, a critical opinion about what you're doing helps you to, it prevents you from being too optimistic about that thing. Helps you to keep your feet on the ground. Helps you to know that, you know, this idea may be big and beautiful, but it still requires me to put in the work, right? So accountability helps you to reinforce your goals regularly by staying mindful of where you are right now on your journey, right? Another reason why accountability is important is that it helps us to stay on track. Like we said, talked about it before, you have a higher chance of doing what you say you would do when somebody else is involved. And you can track your progress because your partner can ask you, so we say we're going to do this next time. Where are you on this journey? That's such a big deal. Having somebody else to hold you accountable helps you to stay on track and not get distracted from your big dreams, your goals, and your ideas. So having said that, how do we go about choosing an accountability partner? Because you may be wondering, oh, well, how do I even know where to go? How do, how do I find one? I'm just going to give you a few pointers of some of the things that I have found to be useful. Um, I think that in looking out for an accountability partner, you should try to find someone who has some discipline in their own life. Somebody who is also highly um, disciplined and they stick to things. They are not people who start something and they never finish it. Someone who is likely to propel you forward, to know, to spoil you to doing the things you said you're going to do, right? Someone who has their own goals met, that you can see evidence in their lives. And then look for somebody who is not like, someone who's objective, right? Someone who's not your family member, who, well, sometimes your family member can be the best accountability partner for you in some instances. But if you choose someone who's maybe a bit neutral, a bit objective about things, not someone who's going to have their emotions involved when you have to take decisions. Those kinds of people make the best accountability partners for you. And then also, think about the fact that if this person, if I told this person I was going to do something, if I didn't do it, will I feel bad? Will I feel like, wow, I owe them an explanation? So don't choose someone who you don't respect. Choose somebody you respect. Someone that you are willing to do anything to impress them and say, well, I don't want them to think that I'm, I'm just not capable of getting things done, right? And then, in choosing an accountability partner, decide what you want them to do in your life. 
You can't just go randomly choose someone and then you don't even have a plan about what it, what it is that you want them to be able to help you achieve your goal. You have a big dream. Oh, I want to go on a weight loss journey. I want to um, be a better wife to my husband. And I want to I want to take this day challenge about, you know, doing something with my spouse or whatever. Have a specific goal in mind so that that way it's easy for you to even know the kind of person that you choose. For example, if I wanted to maybe talk about business accountability, the person I would choose may be different from the person I want to choose if you ask with my marriage or maybe my parenting, for example, right? So your goal, your specific dream or whatever it is that you want to do will inform the choice of the partner that you're going to pick, right? And then develop a plan for how you're going to work together. How many times a week are we going to be meeting? Or is it, how many times a month? What, do you, what would it look like? What will we be discussing in our meetings? What are your expectations from this accountability partnership? Go through those things and then decide on who is best for you. All right? And when it comes to accountability to God, it's similar to how we talk about accountability to ourselves. It's a matter of integrity. The moment we know that we report to God, we answer to God, it should be the one that we please with our lives, with our decisions, we, we should immediately start to see how we can align our lives to please him. To be accountable to God means that we say a thing and we choose to stick to it. I'm going to say, God, I'm going to do this. This is what I promise I'm going to do. And then you stick to it because God is watching you. You know that you answer to God. You won't just live your life anyhow because we answer to God. That's why I love that scripture that we read earlier that says, so, that each, so then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Romans 14 verse 12. Right? And that's what uprightness is all about. It's what integrity is all about. It's what being a people of our own words means. When we tell God we're going to do something and then we stick to it and we do it. Right? So the question now is, how are we going to choose to be accountable to God and to other people? In what way? In what area do you think you can benefit from accountability? What are you doing exactly right now to help you pick the right people in your life that will hold you accountable? Right? And then how will you make these decisions in a way that help you to thrive? How will you choose these people? If you already have one, how can you maximize or harness more the power of this accountability that you have with your mentors, coaches, with your peers, whatever it looks like? And then to God ultimately, right? How will you choose to start off an accountability partnership this week? Or how can you better do more? with the existing partners that you already have. I trust that even this discussion on accountability has helped you to see that it can improve your quality of life. I mean, you are going to be getting to 95% of your goals if you actually have an accountability partner. That's a big deal right there. And then I want you to just explore this power of accountability partnerships. And I truly hope that I'm going to see you on the next episode when we're going to be talking about another beautiful topic on the Thrive Devotional Study Series. But before we go, let's say a word of prayer together. Father, we just thank you for the grace to be able to gather together. Thank you for your strength that you've given unto us. And our lives is about being holy, being acceptable to you. We want to live lives of impact, lives of fruitfulness, and thriving in every area of our lives 
And therefore, we just ask, oh God, that you give us the grace to stay accountable to ourselves, to each other, and to God in all things, so that our lives will bring glory, honor, and praise to God in all things. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for being a part of this week's episode. I'll see you next week by God's grace. Have a beautiful week ahead of you and God bless you. Bye-bye. And so before you go, I want to remind you to ensure that you share this podcast with somebody who definitely needs to listen to it. What is growth if you're not doing it with your friends? So share away. And don't forget to check the podcast notes to see how you can stay connected to our community here at familiesarising.org. Till next time, I'll see you. My name is Olushe Ashiro. Take care and have an amazing and blessed week. Bye.